Oprah, A Good Omens Podfic, written by Angel Snuffbox and Apple Seeds, and read by Literarian as Aziraphale, Crowley, and Madame Tracy. And Job as Narrator. Chapter 3 Sinking Boat The weather was considerably better than last time when Crowley arrived at the old bookshop where Aziraphale lived. He smiled to himself as he knocked on the door. Hearing from Aziraphale had been something of a surprise. A very pleasant surprise, but a surprise nonetheless. His smile broadened into a grin as he thought back to the way Aziraphale had loudly complained throughout almost his entire first session. First-timers often struggled, but he'd never had anyone be quite so vocal about it before. It had been a nice change to actually be able to laugh through a yoga session, and Crowley's mood had been lifted for the rest of the day. Maybe that was why his heart beat a little faster than normal now, while he waited for Aziraphale to open the door. He was looking forward to it. Crowley had managed to tone down his grin, replacing it with what he hoped was a polite smile by the time the door opened. Aziraphale greeted him warmly, ushering him inside, and Crowley set up the mats and his oil burner as he had before. Then they sat together on the floor. So, decided to let me torture you some more, eh? Crowley drawled, relishing the way Aziraphale huffed and attempted to scowl at him. Apparently I'm a glutton for punishment. How did you feel the day after? Like it would be simpler to note the parts of my body that didn't hurt rather than those that did. I'm nothing if not thorough. I suppose you could put it like that. Crowley only realized he was grinning again when his cheeks began to ache. He rubbed the back of his hand across his jaw. This was going to be fun. Feel good later though, right? Yes, I suppose it did. Crowley felt a rush of pride. Helping someone to discover the benefits of yoga, especially if they were somewhat hesitant, was the most rewarding part of his job. Glad to hear it. And your leg was okay? I was a bit concerned, Crowley admitted. Aziraphale's eyes started away from him, and he took a deep breath. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to worry you. My leg was fine. Aziraphale actually seemed embarrassed at the thought that Crowley had been concerned about him. His cheeks flushed, and he started picking at a loose thread in his grey tracksuit bottoms. Crowley winced slightly, already missing the easy banter they had been enjoying before. Perfect. We shouldn't have any trouble with what I've got planned for you today, then, Crowley said brightly, trying to lift the mood. Lie down on your back. We'll start by settling your breathing again. Crowley talked to Zerophy through a breathing exercise, 
smiling fondly at him as he lay there looking so restful and relaxed, the lines across his forehead smoothing out. Crowley smirked to himself, knowing this state of comfort and tranquility wouldn't last for long. That's good, Aziraphale. Just focus on your breath. Once Crowley was satisfied that Aziraphale had got his breathing under control, for now, he instructed him to lie on his side with his knees bent and in line with each other. This is another strengthening exercise. Crowley adopted the same position, facing Aziraphale, so that he could demonstrate. You're going to lift your knee up like this, kind of like a clam opening and closing. Let's go for eight. Aziraphale gave a small nod and lifted his knee, managing two repetitions before that adorable scowl made it back to his face. Is this the kind of eight I can persuade you to turn into four again? It's the kind of eight that'll become ten if you dare to even suggest such a thing. Foul fiend! Crowley laughed, watching Aziraphale closely and examining his technique. After the fourth repetition, his muscles were obviously starting to ache, betrayed by the fact he had started lifting his foot as well. Keep your feet together, Aziraphale. He admonished lightly, shuffling along the mat to gently squeeze Aziraphale's ankle, encouraging him not to lift it off the ground. But that hurts more. Yep, three more. Crowley kept his hand on Aziraphale's ankle, having to push against it lightly with every lift to stop him from coming out of position. After the eighth repetition, Aziraphale's knee crashed back down and he rubbed the inside of his thigh. Perfect. Now do the same, but lift your foot as well. Eight again. You want me to? Aziraphale began, his eyebrows knitting together. Now hang on a moment. You're not asking me to do exactly what you just stopped me from doing, are you? Uh, sort of. But, my dear fellow, you wanted to lift your foot up, and now you can. Eight, stop trying to distract me, we've only just started. Crowley teased, and Aziraphale narrowed his eyes. His skin flushed, and he started breathing a little more heavily, but despite that, Aziraphale managed to complete the eight razors. He hoped that Aziraphale would notice how much stronger he was already after just one session. In the early days, the positive effects of yoga could be quite dramatic. Right, one last exercise in this position, and then you can roll over to do it all again on the other side. Lucky me! Crowley's jaw muscles were certainly going to get a workout today from how much he was smiling. He settled back onto his mat to demonstrate what he wanted Aziraphale to do. You might want to move for a second so I don't kick you. I wouldn't want to hurt you. 
Crowley joked. Oh, no, of course not. I can hardly imagine such a thing. Sadistic serpent. Xerophil muttered on his breath as he sat up and shuffled out of the way. So, this next one is literally like riding a bike, but with one foot. Lift up your knee and then move your leg as if you're cycling through the air. Crowley explained as he demonstrated. Then, after four, you'll reverse it, like cycling backwards. Crowley sat up and snorted when he saw the suspicious look on Aziraphale's face. What? I don't know. You get this look in your eye when you know something's going to be hard for me. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just like riding a bike. Hmm. Still looking sceptical, Aziraphale settled back down onto the mat on her side and Crowley retreated to safety. Although he almost wouldn't have blamed Aziraphale for accidentally kicking him. Crowley bit his lip to try to stop himself from grinning. He had a pretty good idea how Aziraphale would react to this one. The first circle was fine, but things deteriorated pretty rapidly from there. After the third, Aziraphale dropped his leg down onto the mat, panting for breath. I can't do it. You can. Only one more and then you can switch directions. Oh, because that will be so much easier. Aziraphale challenged breathlessly. Come on, you've had a little rest now. You can do it. Aziraphale sucked in a deep breath and completed the last circle. His four circles in the opposite direction were executed extremely quickly, with Aziraphale paying absolutely no attention to his breathing, but Crowley decided to let him get away with it. Hopefully Aziraphale would have him back for more sessions, so they could work up to that once he was a bit stronger. Aziraphale rolled onto his back with his hands pressed to his face, attempting to breathe slowly and deeply. You're already stronger than last time, you know. If you say so, Aziraphale scoffed. I promise this next part will be easier. Take a minute, then get up onto your hands and knees, like this. It's called tabletop pose. Crowley demonstrated, settling himself into a perfectly balanced tabletop. Aziraphale's eyes trailed over him for a moment, and Crowley found himself flushing unexpectedly under his scrutiny. All right, that doesn't look hard. Although I'm sure you'll find a way to make it hard. Let's just say this will be your starting position. Right. Aziraphale went on his hands and knees, mimicking Crowley's demonstration. A proud smile tucked on his cute mouth when he was able to execute it well enough, and he looked to Crowley for approval. 
crony pressed his lips into a tight line. Your spine has to be parallel to the floor. You can't tell me I'm doing this wrong too. Aziraphale, it's fine. Here, I'll help you. He reached out to press his palm firmly to the underside of Aziraphale's stomach. Draw this in. It'll keep your back straight. With his other hand, he pushed down at the base of Aziraphale's spine, just above his waistband. Tuck this in. There. Perfect. He glanced back towards Aziraphale's face, which, oddly enough, had gone a faint shade of pink. For a moment, Crowley wondered exactly how difficult this pose was for him. Maybe he had a weaker core than Crowley initially assessed? Can we move on to the next one now? Aziraphale's voice was strained. I thought you said this was an easy one. And I also said you were going to make it hard. He said through gritted teeth, making Crowley laugh some more. He talked to Aziraphale through a tabletop twist, getting him to lower his shoulder to the mat and threading his right arm under his left, and then the same on the opposite side. Aziraphale seemed to enjoy it, possibly because he got to lay his head down on the mat. He instructed Aziraphale to come back up into tabletop, and Aziraphale turned his head to look at him. Oh no! What? You've got that look in your eye again! Aziraphale accused, making Crowley laugh again. We'll just try it, okay? Start by lifting your right arm and holding it straight out in front of you. Aziraphale turned away and complied, but continued muttering to himself. I think I know where this is going, he grumbled, with his face pointed down towards the mat. Now lift your leg and do the same. I knew it. Aziraphale lifted his leg and his whole body wobbled, but after a couple of seconds he managed to stabilize himself. Higher, Crowley instructed, pressing his lips together to avoid laughing again as Aziraphale turned to glare at him. Aziraphale huffed indignantly and seemed to take it as a personal challenge, lifting his leg much higher in the air, causing him to lose balance completely and collapse down onto the mat. Not that high. You okay? Crowley gently touched Aziraphale on the shoulder. Aziraphale's face twitched into a sort of smile. Fine, he croaked, his voice a little rough. Let's try the opposite side. I'll support your leg in position so you can get more of a feel for how to keep yourself in balance. Oh, all right. Aziraphale lifted himself a little reluctantly, back into tabletop, and then stretched his left arm out in front of him, hesitating a second before raising his right leg. Crony scooted around to his opposite side and placed a hand gently under Xerophil's thigh 
to hold his leg at the right height. When Xerophit's pelvis dipped and he wobbled again, Crowley brought his other hand up to hold his hip in possession. Just hold it for three seconds. One, two, three, and one more, Crowley added, just to enjoy the scowl he hoped it would earn him from Xerophil, although he didn't actually get his wish. And relax. Crowley released his hold, and Xerophil fell back onto his hands and knees. That was great. Well done. Crowley praised, but Xerophil wasn't looking at him. He was breathing heavily and seemed to be focused on trying to control it. Cowpose next. Head up and dip your back. Crowley demonstrated and Xerophil winced before attempting to copy. Crowley tilted his head as he studied his posture. Keep going. Keep going where? I'm doing it. I said it was called cow pose, not puppy dog begging for a treat pose. Aziraphale spluttered indignantly, his cheeks somehow growing even redder than they already were from the exertion. I don't see what else you want me to do. Gaze up and dip your head back. Get your ass in the air, Aziraphale. <laughs> Crowley chuckled. Aziraphale turned his head to look at him, the puppy dog position now augmented by puppy dog eyes, as if a tactic like that had any chance of working on Crowley. Although Crowley did suspect that look was maybe one of the most powerful weapons Aziraphale had in his arsenal. After a few seconds, Crowley's resistance was worn down, and he found himself softening. You can do it, Aziraphale. Just dip your back. Honestly, I know it sounds strange, but focusing on getting your ass up high in the air is the easiest way to successfully get into the pose. I don't think I can. You can, trust me. This is one of the easiest proper yoga poses. Want me to help adjust your posture? No, no, that's all right. Aziraphale replied hurriedly. Crowley squinted at him. Is something wrong? I suppose I'm... Well, I'm a little self-conscious. We don't all have bodies like yours, you know. Okay, firstly, you look great. Crowley began sincerely hoping Aziraphale would believe him. Secondly, you don't need to have any particular kind of body type to do yoga. And thirdly, there's no one here watching. It's okay. You're here. Aziraphale mumbled quietly. That knocked the wind out of Crowley's sails a bit. He's got the impression that Aziraphale felt pretty comfortable with him what with all the banter between them. It had actually been a refreshing change of pace. Crowley took a deep breath. Just sit with me for a moment, please. 
Aziraphale dropped out of the bizarre, distorted tabletop he'd achieved and folded his legs up beneath them. Crowley sat cross-legged and faced him. I want you to feel relaxed and comfortable during our sessions, Aziraphale. How can I help you do that? Oh, no, it's not you. I do feel comfortable with you. I'm sorry. Please, don't be sorry. Look, I'm always going to push you. That's my job. But you're supposed to enjoy this. We don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Would you prefer to try something else? Aziraphale nodded, and Crowley's heart clenched. It would never have occurred to him that Aziraphale would feel self-conscious about his appearance. After all, he was so... Okay, maybe best not to go there. Back into tabletop, then. And from there, we'll move into cat pose instead. Crowley got up onto all fours, and Aziraphale copied him. Tuck your head down, push on your palms, and arc your back up like a cat does when it's stretching or really pissed off. Aziraphale chuckled softly, and Crowley felt himself relax a bit. He demonstrated the posture, curving his spine upwards, and then watched as Aziraphale copied him. Perfect. Just hold it there for a few seconds. After a few seconds had indeed passed, Aziraphale turned his head to look at Crowley. And a few more seconds. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> Oi, focus on your breathing. Crowley chastised playfully. Aziraphale dipped his head back down, but Crowley was thrilled to catch him smiling. Right, onto your back. Let's try boat now. Crowley rolled onto his back and demonstrated, perfectly balancing himself as he tilted backwards, keeping his spine straight, lifting his legs into the air with his arms stretched out in front of him. Aziraphale attempted to copy, his whole body trembling as he tried to adopt the pose. He immediately gave up and let himself fall back onto the mat. Well now, it appears that that's not going to happen. That's okay. Try it with your feet on the floor instead. Sinking boat, Aziraphale declared, sounding thoroughly proud of himself. Crowley snorted with laughter, bringing his hand up to cover his face and taking far too long to collect himself. When he finally stopped laughing, he was left with a pleasant glow deep in his chest. <laughs> oh, Aziraphale. He wiped a tear from the corner of his eye. He looked up at Aziraphale, who was blushing again, and Crowley couldn't help but smile fondly. Just let yourself fall back, but be careful not to round your spine. Aziraphale rolled his shoulders and made the attempt, still trembling slightly, his body dipping on one side. Can I... can I adjust you? Crowley asked gently, 
Feeling a little unsure of himself now. Yes, of course. It's all right. You don't need to ask. He got the distinct impression that Aziraphale was making an effort to show him he did actually feel comfortable with him, and it warmed Crowley's heart. He leaned over Aziraphale to place his hand on his shoulder blade, rotating him slightly. Crowley could feel the heat radiating from Aziraphale through his soft t-shirt, something he hadn't really paid much attention to before. Hold it here, he instructed, retracting his hand. He now felt rather warm himself, and took the opportunity to tuck off his hoodie, while Aziraphale held his sinking boat pose. Okay, now relax. Aziraphale fell back forcefully onto the mat and covered his face with his hands, once again panting for breath. Well done. Right, next we're going to try Lizard. I can't, I'm afraid. Aziraphale mumbled from behind his hands. This boat has now sunk completely to the bottom of the ocean never to be seen again. I have plans to become a frame for a brand new coral reef to form. How nice of you to do your bit for the environment. Well, someone's got to save the world. Let's assume that, sadly, thanks to global warming, the temperature of these waters is now too high for the corals to hold onto their algae and that there is no particular harm to the environment for you to get up off the bottom of the ocean and become a lizard. Oh, is that what makes the corals go white? I thought it was all the pollution. You really think I won't notice when you're trying to distract me, don't you? You want to talk about marine biology, then take me out for coffee, but right now, back into tabletop. I'm turning you into a lizard. Crowley hopped up into tabletop pose, and brought his right foot up next to his right hand, earning him another sceptical look from Aziraphale. Despite that, Aziraphale did actually manage to accomplish Lizard, or a version of it anyway, and they worked through a few more poses, including repeating some of the exercises they'd done last time, much to Aziraphale's displeasure. Finally, with the glare Aziraphale gave Crowley when he demonstrated Pigeon and suggested Aziraphale try it himself, Crowley realized he might be pushing his luck. You cannot be serious, my dear. Okay, okay, fair enough. Let's leave it there. <laughs> Corpse pose, then. Oh, splendid! My favorite! Aziraphale wiggled excitedly, and Crowley bit his bottom lip trying, unsuccessfully, to suppress a grin. Aziraphale settled down on his back and happily closed his eyes, and Crowley shuffled along the mat to Aziraphale's feet, gently placing his hands on his ankles to turn his feet to point outwards. He let his hands linger for a few seconds, gazing fondly at Aziraphale's restful form. 
Crowley's heart felt like it had climbed up into his throat, and his stomach started doing some pretty weird things, too. Shit. This is inconvenient. Crowley released Zerophil's ankles, determined to be professional, and settled onto his own mount beside him. We'll just stay like this for five minutes or so. You don't even need to focus on your breathing. Just relax and absorb your practice. Crowley couldn't resist. He turned his head to keep watching Aziraphale. After a couple of minutes, Aziraphale opened his eyes and turned to look at him, and Crowley's heart jolted. I really like this part. Angel, close your eyes. Aziraphale smiled at him, and Crowley squeezed his eyes closed, turning his face back towards the ceiling. He swallowed, the movement rough against his dry throat. This was extremely inconvenient. After about five minutes, Crowley began to slowly rouse Aziraphale, speaking to him in a soft, low voice. Start to bring the movement back to your limbs, and whenever you're ready, open your eyes. Aziraphale's eyes opened almost immediately, and he gave Crowley a beaming smile that felt like a bolt of lightning striking his chest. Crowley leapt up and busied himself with blowing out the candle, and packing away his oil burner and mat to give himself a distraction. I'm sure I'll pay for it tomorrow, but that was actually quite fun. Aziraphale announced brightly, rolling up his own mat and passing it to Crowley. If you're enjoying it, I can type up some instructions for what we've done, and you can keep practicing in between our sessions. That is... Assuming you'd like to see me again. I might change my mind tomorrow, but yes, I'd really like to see you again. Would you now? Crowley put on a show with a smirk that pulled on his lips. Well, you know how to reach me. I'm assuming same time next week. Actually, I... Aziraphale's sudden hesitation got Crowley turning serious glancing up to find Aziraphale licking his full lips, pink and flatteringly by exertion. I was wondering if you were serious earlier about me taking you out for coffee. Crowley's lungs were devoid of air, a curl of warmth radiating low in his belly, and it was a tiny bit pathetic, really. Up until now, he'd been certain he was well past the point of having such childish reactions to an invitation for coffee. Coffee! A breathless laugh escaped him next, and wasn't that just parade? Now he looked even more ridiculous, gaping helplessly, like he wasn't even trying to hide the fact that he'd been caught completely off guard by the question. Pull yourself together. It's just coffee for crying out loud. 
His silence, overlain by gritty stammering, lasted a little too long. Xerophil twisted his fingers over his front, looking away uncomfortably. You were joking, of course. I'm sorry, I don't know what I... Yes, Crowley blurted out, raked a mess right through his hair, then doubled back. I mean, if you want to... Light flickered back up in Aziraphale's eyes. Really? You don't mind? Why would I? It's just coffee. On the outside, Crowley was calm, but in his mind there was an entire lecture at the ready. He's just thanking you. Clients give you gifts all the time, remember? It's an obligation thing. Makes Christmas Definitely the most wonderful time of the year, with the influx of quick dry hand towels and thermoses and ribbon-wrapped biscuits and... All right, I... Aziraphale glanced down at his chest and frowned. I'll just change my shirt. Oh, he meant right now. Crony reeled in the flutter in his ribcage, swallowed hard. Uh, yeah, cool. I'll wait here. Wonderful. The beam that he sent directly down Crowley's way pushed the beating of his heart to a rapid halt, and that at least managed to stop the insane fluttering. Aziraphale disappeared briefly up the stairs, where presumably his flat was, and came back down five minutes later, this time wearing a light blue shirt tucked into his trousers in such a way that it curved down the slight roll of his belly. Crowley's fingers slightly ached with the temptation to touch. He smiled at Crowley as he dropped onto the landing, and Crowley's heart did a massive flop in his chest. He was in big trouble. By this time, Crowley had somehow managed to put his hoodie back on. It was a far cry from Aziraphale's neatly pressed shirt, and he was suddenly very self-aware. As they stepped out, Aziraphale had the door open for him, and the small act of chivalry had no business shooting a warm thrill to his limbs, and yet there it was anyway. Crowley tried very hard to remind himself that this wasn't a date. They didn't even walk very far down the block, but he could feel himself spiraling. Sure, he was aloof and confident, even funny at times, during their yoga sessions, but sadly he didn't have much of that to show for outside of those. It really was high time he acknowledged it, too. Because having Aziraphale walking closely by his side was making it even harder to think, and there was really no denying now how very attracted he was. Shut up. He's a client, and you're supposed to act professional. The other portion of his mind was still quick to protest. So he scolded that as well. And this is just coffee, damn it. 
Maybe he just really likes coffee. As they stood in line for the counter, with Aziraphale standing idly by and occasionally making small remarks, Crowley wondered whether he should just ask. Wasn't that a bit weird, though? If he were in Aziraphale's place and he had just extended a casual invitation to his exercise instructor, wouldn't it be extremely awkward if they would come out and assume that it was a date? Blech! Crowley hated messy, confusing things like these. It had been a while since the last time he was attracted to anyone, and he was a bit out of practice in this sort of thing. There was no denying, though, how ecstatic he'd got when he received the email from Zerophil asking to set another appointment. How he'd walked with a skip in his step and a lingering smile on his face when he'd made his way to the cosy bookshop in Soho. And how guilty he thought of Aziraphale's sturdy hips each time he needed to steady him into a possession, the curves of his soft stomach and the natural strength built into his arms. Crowley was well and truly done for, it seemed. His only consolation came when he forced his thoughts to quiet down and he noted Aziraphale seemed to be slightly uneasy as well. He didn't have his usual quips to respond to Crowley, and his plump cheeks were slightly flushed, even though it had been quite some time since they concluded their session. At last, when they got to the counter, Crowley ordered his usual drink with an extra shot of espresso to boot, while Aziraphale requested a steaming mug of hot chocolate. Crowley turned to him, lifting a brow inquisitively. Aziraphale looked almost shy, carefully avoiding his gaze. I don't actually drink coffee. But you... Crowley's jaw hung open, mouth frozen for a moment, before pulling up into an amused grin. He suddenly felt a tad better about his previous spiralling. I see. They had a lovely time, talking about coral bleaching, amongst other things. Sadly, though, for Crowley, it ended far too soon. He walked Aziraphale back to the bookshop, where they parted ways by the front entrance. He found that he dreaded saying goodbye, even though he knew they would be seeing each other again soon. Wow, it really had been forever since he'd done this. Same time next week, then? Aziraphale asked, a tinge of hope lighting up his eyes that made Crony's knees turn to jelly. There you are. Knew you'd be chasing the torture in no time at all. He teased. Aziraphale rolled his eyes. Perhaps I'm simply warming up to the idea. Well, yeah, we all gotta ease ourselves into it. Aziraphale took a deep breath and his expression shifted. 
He gave Crowley a sincere smile. Although in my case, I suppose it's more that I realized the company was worth easing my way into torture for. Crowley fell silent as the words bounced around in his head. An adorable flush bloomed on Aziraphale's cheeks, and with a panicked chuckle, he turned away and hastily unlocked the front door. Have a good day, Crowley. Uh, uh, bye. You too. The door shut gently in his face and Crowley was surprised to find how utterly warm he was. But more than anything, he wished he'd given a more sophisticated parting message than that. To be continued in Chapter 4